What's up, y'all? This is JLP, the host of Mastering Single Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. I'm praying that you had a wonderful week. I hope that you had a wonderful week. And I'm praying that you would have a blessed weekend, a restful weekend. I truly encourage you guys to just take the weekend um, to really reflect with the Lord and revisit again your goals, revisit again your prayer points as we are about to really close out this month of October. Can you believe it, man? I cannot, I really honestly cannot believe that October has already come to an end, but I'm encouraged and I pray that you would also be encouraged that the year is still not over and all things are still possible with the Lord. And so don't be discouraged Um, if you're again looking at the calendar and maybe you feel like there are certain things that you desired to have happened this year or you had planned uh, to have happened this year that has not happened yet. You know, time is nothing for God. I believe what's most important, um, especially as we have already shared in a previous episode, is your mindset. Making sure that your mindset um, is healthy, making sure that you have a faith mindset, uh, making sure that, again, you are spending time with the Lord, seeing what it is that he wants you to do. That's very important, you know, because sometimes we make goals, we have goals, we have aspirations. But honestly, everything that we do, um, if it's not in the will of God, you know, it's it's not it's not much value. It, you know, it doesn't have the same um, quality of value uh, as it being in the will of God. Um, and, and honestly, y'all, I strongly uh, recommend you to always want to say yes uh, to the will of God because indeed the will of God is best, and the will of God is wonderful. The will of God is perfect. God knows us better than we know ourselves, and he knows what's best for us. Sometimes it's hard to believe uh, that because you may have something within you that you so desire, and you're like, oh, man, this is the best thing. But honestly, if you go back to to the word of God, you will see that God often gave his people more than they ever asked or imagined. You know, even when you read scriptures like Ephesians 3.20, it's not just a scripture that the Bible wrote. Um, without any, without any backstory. But even when you read the Old Testament, you see how indeed God was able to do the exceedingly abundantly for the people, uh, for the Israelites, right, for His people. And He is able to still do the same thing in your life. He is still able to do the same thing in my life. But what's important is that we need to always remember that His ways are best. And that his will is best for us because at the end of the day, when we desire his will above our own, we have safety. Um, Again, we have hope. We have a future. But if we are just going with the flow at times and trying to do things according to the world's way of doing things, you know, there's not a guarantee that you're going to have peace, that you're going to have, you know, you're going to have a better future. A better hope but with God we know that you will um, because he said it himself um, he said that he has planned to prosper you right to give you hope in the future he didn't say he was gonna give you evil and uh, you know a bad a bad future and so y'all I just want to go ahead and just share these announcements with you before I go straight to tonight's episode Tonight's episode, I believe, will encourage you. Um, it's going to be brief, but I believe that the Lord is faithful to speak to you through this episode. Um, no matter what you know season you're currently in in life and no matter what it is that you're currently going through. And so I just want to again 
say welcome thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's episode again i hope that you had a wonderful week and i also just want to go ahead and quickly mention this you know i didn't get a chance to mention it um on last week's episode but on november excuse me not november but on october 8th 2022 i was supposed to minister on brother luger banat's youtube channel um but unfortunately he had an inconvenience and for that reason we had to postpone that um broadcast for November 5th. So I hope that you're able to tune in um to the Dunamis Worship broadcast November 5th, 2022. Um I thank God truly for giving me the opportunity to be able to minister on his platform um that coming a uh, Saturday. And so I hope that you guys are able to tune in and also make sure you subscribe to his channel and uh, make sure you uh, continue to stay updated as well with what he has going on with his ministry. And um, I hope that you guys also make sure to subscribe to the JLP Network YouTube channel um, for more content. We um, released a video perhaps a few weeks ago or so two weeks ago or so and i also want to go ahead and recommend you to watch that especially if you feel stuck if you feel complacent uh, if you feel stagnant i believe that that video will encourage you to get unstuck and will also motivate you to finish this year strong and y'all i also want to go ahead and just refresh your memory uh concerning our thanksgiving challenge that we do annually on our um ig you can follow us on Instagram. It's underscore underscore JLP. And via our IG stories, we post, uh, you know, posts of gratitude to the Lord. Thanksgiving posts to the Lord because, y'all, he is faithful. He truly is. And he is worthy and deserving of our praise. No matter what circumstances we may see ahead of us or we may we are we are facing currently, you know, um, they should not dictate our praise and adoration, our love towards God. You know, you see in scripture, a lot of times the people of God, it almost as if they were just serving God for his blessings and for what he was able to provide um, to them instead of um, just worshiping God for who he is. You know, God is God all by himself, meaning uh, God, you know, he doesn't need to bless us in order for us to give him praise. First of all, he has given us life right? We didn't ask to be born and we, neither did we ask God to create us, but he gave us life. Um, he, you know, he thought, he thought us to existence, right? He already had in mind to create, um, you and I. And so it's not even once we were born on this earth that the Lord had in mind to, um, create us, but we are spirit beings. And so he already made our spirits, right? So we were already, predestined in him to be who we are today by his grace and so that is reason enough to praise the lord um and so you know sometimes i feel like as human beings we tend to get so accustomed to reality that we miss seeing the miracles that are right in front of us like you know it, it still blows my mind the fact that you know when you are sleeping your body is still functioning though you yourself you are not functioning right per se but your body is still running your heart is still beating you have nothing to do with that programming it is all god's grace you know, um, even when it comes to your brain, you're not the one that's telling your brain um, to, to, you know, solve this math problem. But God, you know, in, 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 in the way that he designed our brain and the way that he designed the organs in our body, they all do their own function without us having to say, hey, stomach, 
um, you know, break down these nutrients that I've just placed in you. You you don't have to do that. God already made it possible for all parts of our body to function in the way that they're functioning. And for anyone, for example, they may say, oh, wow, you know, there's nothing really fascinating about that. But to me, that's completely just blows my mind. And I really want us to be like, you know, what Jesus described in the Bible when he was talking about uh, the kingdom of God being for the children, right? Uh, And so it is so important for us to continue to just be like little children, meaning to always have a curiosity uh, for life and always to see the wonder um, of life and to see that, again, you know, even at times when there are certain things that we ourselves are hoping and praying for God to do in our lives, for us not to miss the very miracles that he does for us each and every day. You taking a breath, that is a miracle. Miracle doesn't just mean that it's so supernatural and um, outside the box, but a miracle is just by getting up again. So many people didn't get a chance to wake up again to see another morning. Um, <laughs> for example... Um, just recently, a well-known Haitian artist uh, by the name of Mika Ben, he just suddenly passed away as he was just perform right after he performed at a concert in France. You know, he was so upbeat and lively and he was so excited about this concert. He had no clue that he was going to die that same day. And as a matter of fact, I just want to go ahead and mention this on the podcast. I sent out my condolences um, to him and I send my condolences out to um, his family, excuse me, and even out to all of those um, who support him, you know, his fans. You know, I am Haitian as well. I wasn't really familiar with his music, but, you know, especially around some of my cousins and so forth, you know, I, I began to be familiar with his music because of them. And so it was very heartbreaking, even I, to see the way that his life just, you know, all of a sudden is no more and you know this to me as well it helps me to reflect and to see how you know precious life is and how much we need to make sure that we are living our life um, for the glory of the Lord and so even though at the same time it is so sad that he has passed but I'm I'm so grateful that he was still doing what it is that um, he felt purpose to do on this earth from a young age he loved music and he died just doing what it is that the Lord placed on his heart from a young age to do. And so I encourage you guys, especially um, as we're about to just end the year, I encourage you to spend time reflecting with the Lord, speaking to God, being transparent with him and asking the Lord, what is your purpose? And honestly, y'all, our purpose is right in scripture. And that is to really live for the glory of the Lord. But if you want to be more deeper and you want to be, um, you want to know specifically what assignment that the Lord has for you. Make sure that you're taking this time that you have as the year is coming to an end, saying, Lord, what are these assignments? You know, what are the assignments you want me to do on this earth? And to begin to really sit still before the Lord to hear what it is that he has to say. And often he starts by speaking through his written word. And so as you're reading the Bible, he will even begin to just minister to you and reveal to you what it is that he is saying in his written word. And at times, um, right after you read your Bible, he's going to start just ministering to you and revealing to you as you're doing the day-to-day activities. Amen.
so i just wanted to go ahead and quickly share that with you and also y'all i just want to encourage you once again to join us on ig um, for our thanksgiving challenge gratitude is so important i believe gratitude gratitude excuse me <laughs> increases your um peace it increases also your faith and it just allows you to dwell on god's faithfulness i believe it's key to dwell on god's faithfulness especially as you're anticipating and waiting for you to see his promises manifest in your life and for you to see him answer um your prayers according to his will now y'all i also want to go ahead and share this with you um thank you for those of you who have just been visiting our website jlp network and really engaging with our um recent um blog posts from our blog series titled god's love I highly recommend you all to go ahead and just read parts one to four. I believe this blog will really bless you. It will show you truly the love of God, perhaps in a way that you've never heard it. Or maybe it's going to go ahead and just honestly allow you to have a deeper walk with the Lord. Um, Sometime again, like I said, I feel like we kind of like forget how massive the love of God is and how special it is and what a gift it is right um that if we truly did know the love of god we would be like david we would always dance before the lord we would always give god our highest praise and so i recommend you to go ahead and just um check it out and if you are blessed by it make sure that you share it with a friend and leave comments um under the section of the blog i would love to hear what it is that you have to say concerning it and it's always a pleasure for me to write. It's always a pleasure for me to create any type of content to really inspire you and encourage you in your faith to continue to pursue um, the Lord and build upon your relationship with him. Now, this is the announcement I really wanted to go ahead and share with you the most. My goodness, y'all. Um, we officially release the flyer for this year's Mastering Singlehood Conference. As a matter of fact, you are able to register right now on Eventbrite. Yes, that's right. You are able to register right now on Eventbrite. This conference, as for example, our past sessions, is absolutely free. All you need to do is to register um, on Eventbrite. And if you especially live in Fort Lauderdale and surrounding areas, I would love to see you there. I'm so excited for to, for this year's theme, and this year's theme, y'all, is Love Defined. And you can read more details about that by, again, visiting Eventbrite and just typing in Mastering a Singlehood Conference, and you'll be able to see the result populate. Now, without further ado, y'all, let's go ahead and get straight to the episode. If you don't mind, please go ahead and open your Bible pages to 2 Chronicles chapter 14. 2 Chronicles chapter 14. I want us to meditate on verse 7. And then very quickly, uh, go ahead and just notate this scripture as well. This passage, Psalm 16, verse 1 to 6. Now, very quickly... Although I'm going to be meditating on 2 Chronicles chapter 14, verse 7 and Psalm 16, verse 1 to 6. In regards to 2 Chronicles chapter 14, I want you guys, as a matter of fact, um, to just during your leisure time, start reading from uh, chapters 10 and then make your way to chapter 14. Read it thoroughly because I believe you will best have uh, a greater understanding um, into why 
um, verse 7 is saying what it is that it's saying. And y'all, I just want to quickly go ahead and read it. I'm reading it tonight from the English Standard Version. Usually I read from the New International Version, but tonight is special. We're reading with um, the um, English Standard Version. Now it says, y'all, Second Chronicles chapter 14, verse 7, And he said to Judah, and the he, you know, that he's referring to, excuse me, let me go ahead and just read it, y'all. And he said to Judah, let us build these cities and surround them with walls and towers, gates and bars. The land is still ours because we have sought the Lord our God. We have sought him and he has given us peace on every side. So they built and prospered. Now, what I was saying is that the he that is being referred to here is Asa. And as you're reading um, 2 Chronicles chapter 14 and as well as the previous chapters, Asa was actually the son of Abijah. And so now he is now king. And we see Asa, um, especially when it comes to chapter 14, he is really strong in his faith in God. He is really secure um, in, in his faith in God. And he is choosing to trust God. He is choosing to understand that, you know, as long as he seeks the Lord, he will cont- he will have continued victory. As long as he seeks the Lord, he is able to prosper, right? And this is so important. Why this is important? I believe at times, because we find ourselves not prospering in a certain season, it could tend to make us feel discouraged in seeking the Lord. But that is always, like I can say, one of the worst decisions you can make. Um, is to stop seeking the Lord because things don't seem like they're going as planned. And as a matter of fact, when things don't seem as if they're going as planned, that is when you're supposed to truly seek God like never before. Seek God like never before. Uh, because seeking the Lord for us as believers, that is our strength. That is where we receive our strength, right? That is where we are able to be refreshed, Um Without seeking the Lord, you're going to find very soon that, uh, you know, there's no way you can go another day. Just like Jesus said, you know, we cannot depend on bread alone, but every word out of the mouth of God. It is he was right in saying that. So basically, he's letting us know that our spiritual life actually dictates everything right within our physical life and so if you seem to spend less and less time in prayer due to the fact that you have to work more hours at work or you have to go to school you may think oh you know in this season you know I have to be able to work and I have to go to school Um, God will understand if I don't seek him for like even five minutes but if you are doing that regularly, you're going to tend to find yourself, what, burned out? You're going to tend to find yourself worrying more. You're going to tend to find yourself feeling completely disconnected with God. But even in the busyness of life, if you can indeed schedule time to spend with the Lord, you will see what great value it has to your overall well-being, honestly. And so Asa, he recognized that and he saw that. Um, And I love, again, what it says in verse 7. 
you know, especially where he says, um, the land is still ours because we have sought the Lord, our God. We have sought him and he has given us peace on every side. So he recognized the reason why he still has the land. The reason why he is still maintaining everything that he has is because he has sought the Lord and he continues to seek God. And he knows as he's seeking God, God will give him peace. You know, some of us at times, we don't have peace. It's not because God does not want to give us peace, but it's because, again, we're not seeking God. And when I say we're not seeking God, I'm not saying that you're not praying to God. I'm not saying there are not days that you're not praying to the Lord. But it's like we we get out of the consistency that we had in checking in with the Lord. And at times, it's not just praying to the Lord concerning our needs, but praying to the Lord, just dialoguing with him and letting the Lord know that we love him, letting the Lord know that we are uh, grateful for the life that he has given us, the fact that we are here, you know, that's a big deal in itself because people die every day and people are in, um, you know, are going through. We're all going through, but again, we can always recognize what it is that we have and Thank God for that, because a lot of people in third world countries, they're struggling to just eat a meal every day. But you are able to eat three meals every day. Praise the Lord. And so they may be like small things to us. To us, they're just necessities. Right. But to other people in third world countries, that's a miracle to be able to eat uh, three meals a day. And so I truly want to encourage you during the weekend and then this coming um, week, go ahead and just continue to meditate on verse 7, 2 Chronicles chapter 14, verse 7. And like I said earlier, as well, read the previous chapters. As a matter of fact, start reading from chapters 10 and all the way on to 14. Now, I want to just quickly go ahead now and just, again, read to you Psalm 16, uh, verse 1 to 6. And then we're going to go ahead and meditate on it. And I'm going to go ahead and just wrap up this episode and pray Um, for you um, and believing with you that God is going to bless you to finish this month of October on a good note and that God will give you the grace to finish 2022 strong in the mighty name of Jesus. And so Psalm 16 verse 1 to 6 says y'all preserve me O God for you Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion in my cup. You hold me lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have beautiful inheritance. I'm going to go ahead and read this again because I really want us to really hear what it is that David is saying in these scriptures. He is saying something of great significance. And I believe if we are able to really meditate on what it is that is being shared in these scriptures, it's going to completely change our perspective. And we are able uh, to better live life intentionally and to choose God on a daily basis. He says, preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion in my cup. You hold my lot. 
The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. This is one of the things I want to quickly go ahead and highlight to you from this uh, passage. David is saying to God, preserve me, O God. The term preserve, for example, um, when it comes to meat, right? The ways that you are able to preserve meat is by keeping it in a freezer. Another way for you to preserve meat is by making sure that you are um, seasoning it, uh, seasoning it, right? With a lot of different peppers, um, with a lot of different spices and a lot of different um, type of you know, uh, seasoning, like certain type of plants and herbs, right? And so he's saying to God to preserve him. And when he's saying God to preserve him, that term preserve is very significant because it's not just saying uh, for God to preserve his finances, but he's saying preserve me. So when he says preserve me, he's saying uh, to preserve the very being of who he is, to preserve his mind, to preserve his soul, to preserve his spirit, to preserve his body, to preserve his sanity, right? To preserve his righteousness. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. And I love the, the second part of that scripture of verse 1, right? Psalm 16, verse 1. The, the um, David understands that the fact that he takes refuge in the Lord, God and his uh, faithfulness, he has to preserve David. And as a matter of fact, he will preserve David. There's so many passages in scriptures where the Lord himself, he said, those who take refuge in him, they will find security or they have security. Many times the Lord says when we come to him, that he will not forsake us. He will not uh, throw us away, but he will receive us. And so I want to encourage you to understand this tonight. When you take refuge in the Lord, meaning when you are abiding in him, when you are seeking him, when you are pursuing him, it is God's, it is God, it is God's faithfulness to you. It is God's word to you that he in fact will preserve your life meaning for example if you go out and just randomly something something bad happens that day you know because in fact you are a righteous person meaning you have given your life to the lord and you are consecrated before him even if other people might have been doing things that were ungodly and and you weren't near them, whatever thing that they were doing ungodly, you know, it's not going to have an effect on you. For example, let's say, unfortunately, they were doing something they had no business in doing, and then the police comes out of nowhere. The police is going to arrest them, but even though you were near them, the police is not going to arrest you. Why? Because God knows your heart. He knows your intentions. He knows that you didn't do anything wrong. And he knows that, in fact, that you have taken refuge in him, that his life, excuse me, your life is in his hand. And so if because, in fact, your life is in his hand, he will preserve you from danger. You know, this also reminds me of Psalm 91, right? And so... When we notice and we recognize that the Lord is our refuge, then we don't have to go another day um, in fear. We don't have to. We don't have to be fearful of living life. There are people who are fearful of living life because, again, they fear death, and so you don't have to be that person, right? Because again, your ref, your refuge is God, and when you have God in your life, you know He is sure to preserve you. 
And so again, he says here now in the latter part of verse uh, of verse one, he says, you are my God. You are my Lord. Excuse me. I have no good apart from you. I love this particular phrase because to me, I completely agree with David. Honestly, y'all, the older I get, not even the older I get, but as I've journeyed in life as far, you know, after these 27 years so far living on this planet, honestly, it is God who has given value to every blessing. It is God who has given value to every accomplishment. It's like if God truly is not in something, y'all, it is... <laughs> It's almost as if, yeah, it's meaningless. And so God is the one that upgrades everything that we have in our lives. Even when it comes to the context of relationship, if God is not in your relationships, it's like your relationship is not giving you any returns. Um, It's like there's something missing, right? There's a missing link. But when God is in it, my goodness, you are blessed, you are prosperous, you are joyful in this relationship. Whether it's a friendship, whether it's a marriage, you know, God makes all things good. He makes all things well. And so when God is in it, you are at peace. But when he is not in it, you're not at peace. And this is what David was saying here as well. He says, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. And so basically, David sees God as his provider as his ultimate blessing as his everything he understand because the lord is his lord that he will not want right because god is his lord even if he find himself poor in this season you know god is faithful to sustain him to give him enough that he need in order for him to continue to have what um, to continue to have strength in order to endure to step forth into a new season he know god is faithful in that matter and i love um what he says as well he says um they are the excellent ones when he's referring to the saints he said they are the excellent ones and whom is all my delight and so he even as well admire other people who take refuge in the lord other people who trust god other people who honor the lord who praise the lord he says they are the excellent ones in today's society many times you will see people are saying other people are excellent because of um, their, you know, ac- achievements, their accolades. And unfortunately, even in our generation, you see people are called excellent, although they are doing things that is ungodly. They are, um, you know, they are, you know, you know, taking the name of the Lord in vain. They are using profanity they are you know um dressing provocatively all of these things they are doing things that honestly is not deemed excellent in god's word is not deemed excellent even to other people groups but as but as a matter of fact you know in our culture and even a lot of young people these days those that they deem um as their role models as um being you know what it is who they they want to look up to they're not even the role model that the lord is telling us to follow when it comes to his word you see even paul he says to uh, the believers in the churches he says imitate me as i'm imitate christ and so many people in today's society even in the entertainment world and the sports world many are not imitating christ many are not imitating a godly character or a good character or a uh, a character 
that is noble instead you see people nowadays you know they they just (laughs) y'all i don't even have the words for it it's like it's just so sad you see darkness is being promoted in our culture and society you see it everywhere uh you see provocativeness being promoted right sensuality and sexuality being promoted left and right but you're not seeing godliness being promoted righteousness being promoted you're not seeing brotherly and sisterly love being promoted uh you're not seeing selflessness and servanthood being promoted and so in david's eye the fact that he is king he is he he himself sees and values those who have the fear of the lord as being the excellent ones not really per se the ones who have the greatest might or the greatest riches and that is something that we should pay attention to as well and then he continues in saying that the sorrows of those who run after another god shall multiply their drink offerings of blood i will not pour out or take their names on my list the sorrows of those who run after another god shall multiply wow oh my goodness wow the sorrow of those who run after another god shall multiply that particular part of the passage it just reminds me as well what we discussed earlier during this episode you know um for example it could be the most innocent things you know um you may think that you are not the people that he is talking about here the star of those who run after another god shall multiply but often we are running after other gods and we don't even know for example sometimes we're running after more uh, accomplishments we're running after more money money can in fact become a god without us even knowing it um yeah and so when we think that the more money we make the less problem we will have this is what david is basically saying here he's saying uh sorrow shall multiply for those who are running after another god and so we need to really be sensitive in every season of life and being honest with ourselves and saying am i spending enough quality time with the lord am i seeking god above all else people will say you know well i don't have time you know i have all these responsibilities and that's true but something has to give something has to go right we have to make the sacrifice. Jesus himself said, pick up your cross and follow me. He even said to the young rich ruler, he said, sell all your possessions and follow me. And you know what the young rich ruler said? He didn't even say nothing at all, really. He just left because he knew he had so many possessions and he felt like that was a big order that the Lord was giving him. And he could not risk giving up all of his possessions. And I don't want that to be the case for us. I don't want for us to feel as if we have so much responsibilities that, you know, instead of scratching off from our schedule these things, we'd rather schedule off God. My gosh. Instead of saying, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take this day off. No, we'd rather just go ahead and take the Sunday off from being in a place of worship and praise with brothers and sisters, just uplifting the name of Jesus higher. And so we have to, you know, sometimes the conviction is not easy to handle. It's not easy to receive, but it's going to save us in the long run because we're truly living y'all in the last days. You know, we're living in the end times and we have to be making sure that God is our top priority. 
And this is not to say that we can't enjoy life because the Lord tells us in John 10, 10, he came to give us life and life more abundantly. But at the end of the day, it's saying to us and it's reminding to reminding us that God still has to be our first priority. Remember what Matthew 6 verse 33 says, seek ye first his righteousness and his kingdom and all these things shall be added unto you. And you see this beautiful contrast between what Matthew 6 verse 33 is saying and what David just said here in Psalm 16. David here is saying sorrow will follow, right? Sorrow will actually multiply in the life of those who are following another God or who is running after another God. But in Matthew 6 verse 33, it says that when we're running after God, I'm paraphrasing, but it's basically saying when we're running after God, his blessings will run after us. So I'm going to repeat this again. When you are running after God, his blessing will run after you. Now, the time frame of them running, sometimes we don't know when that's going to happen and that's okay but we can read the scriptures we can go ahead and strengthen our faith read stories again as i've mentioned multiple times because it's the truth y'all when you read the account of joseph you read the account of abraham you read the account of david you read the account of all these godly men and women in scripture my goodness you know in fact matthew 6 verse 33 is true is true and it will come to pass in your life because it came to pass in the life of these believers who continued to do what? To seek the Lord. They continued to seek his, his righteousness, even when it was tough to do so. My goodness, it's easy at times, right, for you to seek God and his righteousness when you're being blessed each and every single day. But sometimes it hits. <laughs> sometimes it hits a little differently when you are the one who does not have any blessings coming through look at joseph's story very quickly let me quickly share again before we just wrap up this episode from the from the very beginning of his adolescence the lord began to reveal to him that he would bless him that he would have this have that and so forth but then he ends up spending multiple seasons not having the life that god revealed that he would have Yes, God still, in fact, blessed him, but he didn't imagine that it would be in the predicament that he found himself in. He didn't imagine that it would be in prison. He didn't imagine it would be through slavery. You know what I'm saying? And so it's so important for us, again, to know this, that if indeed we are seeking God and his righteousness, that his blessings will follow us. It's, it's said and done. It's a done deal. This is what God says in his word. And not only do we see that in Matthew 6, verse 33, but we see it play out all throughout the Bible in the life of these men and women of God. And I'm believing that it will play out in your life if you are truly, sincerely seeking God and his righteousness. It will play out in your life. And so I pray that you were encouraged by this episode. As I begin to close, I just want to go ahead and highlight this as well to you. Uh, The latter portion of Psm 16 uh, of one of verses one to six, David says, "The Lord is my portion, or the Lord is my chosen portion in my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I love the fact that David said, "The Lord is my chosen portion, meaning that David intentionally chooses God. And so 
even when you have a time, you know, have free time or doing your devotional time to read the entirety of Second Chronicles chapter 14 and the previous passages of Second Chronicles, um, like, for example, chapters uh, 10 and uh, 11 and and so on, you will see um, scriptures within those passages where it shows that God never forsake the people, right? But the people forsook God. And so at times uh, when the people forsook God, what did God end up doing? God ended up turning his back from them, meaning God ended up not providing for them because in fact, they thought they could provide for themselves. And so although uh, God chose them, they didn't choose God back. And so this is something that is sometimes difficult for a lot of people in the Christian community to accept, but that is the truth. God is not a dictator. God has chosen us, but we in turn have to choose him. For example, although Jesus died for every person, not every person is going to go to heaven. And so that means whomever does not make it to heaven chose not to choose Jesus. That is, my goodness, whoever does not make it to heaven means that they did not choose Jesus. Jesus chose them, but at the end of the day, we must choose him back. And that is very important. And so, uh, you see, salvation is, in fact, the work of God, right? But yet, we too have a part to play in it by receiving it, by choosing God back. This is what he means when he says, pick up your cross and follow me. It's as if that we did not choose salvation unless we pick up our cross and follow him. And so David, he says here, the Lord is my chosen portion in my cup. Because in fact, he chooses God. He knows that God is his cup, meaning God is going to be his provider. God is going to be the one to make sure that the lions have fallen for him in pleasant places. And I want to encourage you as I get ready to close. When you choose God on a daily basis, when you make the decision to follow Jesus every day, it is God's it is God's will and it is God's pleasure to make sure that he takes care of you. He takes care of the matter of your life. He makes sure, just like he did for David, that the lines will fall in pleasant places for you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And I want to go ahead and just quickly pray for all of you. Wherever you are, I just pray that you would just close your eyes and that you would allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you as I pray um, for you. Holy Spirit of God, thank you for the words that you have allowed me to share on this Mastering Singlehood podcast. I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister who is going through certain things that are out of their control and perhaps who are feeling discouraged in the season or perhaps those who do not know what comes next in their lives. I pray, Holy Spirit of God, that you would reveal to them God's perfect will for their lives and that you would give them the grace to continue to walk by faith and not by sight so that they can finish this year strong and that they can in fact receive the inheritance that they have in Christ Jesus. I pray Lord God that you would fill them with your with your grace, that you would fill them with uh, your joy, that you would fill them with your peace. I pray for those of them who perhaps 
you know, were motivated in the beginning of the year, but for some reason they lost motivation, they lost momentum. I pray, Holy Spirit of God, that you would restore back uh, their faith, that you would restore back their creativity, their momentum, and that you would bless them to finish out this year strong. I pray that you, during these last days that are left in October, would even begin to speak to them concerning 2023 and how they can position themselves to start off 2023 with greater victory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And remember, y'all, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. This was your sister in Christ, JLP. Until next time, peace out. Take care.